Hey, hi, and hello, everyone. It's those good old-fashioned values, and we are continuing our very scattershot John Goodman retrospective that we are well, apparently doing. That's kind of doing. what we're doing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, is I didn't it, even put that lot? together. Yeah, I mean, look, we love John Goodman, and I think that's a better that's a better way to it's a better way to anchor yeah, the podcast you, you figured it out yeah yeah better way to anchor the podcast than cartoons because john goodman you know he's kind of delightful in everything he's mostly he's in the good size movies. of peter griffin but he's a lot more friendly and yeah. personable well he's not anymore as we've thoroughly he's, yeah, established. He, got skinny. <laughs> he got skinny and it's fucking scary he like he like became just like a big sack of skin like yeah. he's like he's looking like oogie boogie minus ten thousand bugs <laughs> i would hate if i was like got sleep paralysis and saw thin john goodman in my fucking vision <laughs> he looks like one of those like <laughs> he looks like if they made like one of those dried apple dolls but then they stretched out in the fucking mike tv taffy machine <laughs> <laughs> Dude looks crazy right how, now. How how yeah. big do you think his skin flaps are? Like how like how I far think, do you think they? You could set I up a tent. You could, hide a, you could hide a deck of cards in there. You could you could pitch a tent with that shit. I think if you slapped him, it would take two days for the skin to stop moving. <laughs> Dude got a full body foreskin. I, I think you could get your hand lost in there. Like, I think he's the first like person on earth to have all of his skin replaced with like scrotum. <laughs> Oh God. oh God! Fuck you! Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Judgment so. looks like if he jumped off a building and he opened his arms, he would float for a country mile. <laughs> John Goodman, uh, with a full body scrotum, needs to fucking take an hour in the shower at least yeah. to, to even get remotely clean. <laughs> yeah. John yeah. Goodman looks like if you tried to drop a marble on his head, it would go down his whole thing like one of those marble slides that you would get at the toy store. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, he's he's wrinkly. He's wrinkly folks, as hell. He got a lot. Folks, my man has a lot of skin. Yeah, my man got hella skin. I would I would pay so much money to just go to like a wind I would pay turbine. So much money to fuck one of his to fuck one of his skin flaps. No, to put him in front of a wind turbine and just watch <laughs> what happens. Yeah, I could. I would honestly. That would five-star movie right there just a slow motion video of john goodman's yeah. really flappy skin just just going in the breeze you know i think he could probably like if he hooked a fish hook into his back he could do the mission impossible drop with just his skin <laughs> i think i think you could put like 17 fish hooks in him and he wouldn't feel any yeah. pain whatsoever I, he looks like one of pinhead's victims after <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, he, he looks like uh, one of the. We could do this for a whole hour. Yeah, he he looks like uh one of the seven victims, but the uh, the deadly sin was keto. That's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. So, oh brother, where art thou? It's a Coen Brothers movie, and as we established, this is a Coen Brothers movie that would be fun to riff on fun to talk about and wouldn't just be us going damn i wish we were this funny over and damn, over I again wish we were this, damn i wish we had any talent yeah the the other option i think would be Barton damn it'd be Fink. awesome if like we could write whole ass movies and not just spend five minutes talking about how much skin john goodman has now <laughs> yeah okay i i do think that if we did this routine on a coen brothers set the coen brothers have this like hyena laugh 
that they just do apparently. <laughs> like literally, apparently yeah. their kids do it too. And if one of them does Oh, no, it's genetic. Yeah, wait, they, uh, oh, my God. I learned it from watching you, Dad. Francis McDormand says... I learned says, it from watching you. Francis McDormand says that if one of them starts doing it, then all of them will start doing it. Like, oh, it's just... No. <laughs> and I think are that they, if, we, if we made those... ghosts? <laughs> yeah, they're like gargoyles. Yeah. No, the uh, I feel like if we did that routine on a Coen Brothers set, we would we would be hearing hyena noises for for a good bit. So let's not beat ourselves up too much. Yeah. Other good yeah, options. Hyenas are so hyenas are so fucking cool. Yeah. Do you know shit about hyenas besides like the laughing, whatever? What else do they do? That's cool. There is um. <laughs> there- a very fun <laughs> fact about hyenas. <laughs> no, um, the fun fact about hyenas is that the women. Like female hyenas, uh, or I guess just like trans male hyenas. I don't want to be reductive. Uh, yeah, of course not. Have, Especially after recent uh, incidents. Have hyenas like, with vaginas. They have like ruler-sized clitorises. <laughs> like their clitorises are straight up like tongue like a horse. And they have to give birth to little hyenas out of their, like, out. No! It's like giving birth to out of a penis is when no. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up the, the fucked up mating rituals of hyenas, oh yeah here like... you want to you want to tag in with hyenas sure sure I'm sorry I'm just trying uh, to I'm just imagining like a, a hyena a male hyena going down on a female hyena and just sucking the clit and like I'm not gay okay <laughs> this isn't gay I'm not sucking a penis uh, do you think like hyenas like talk about female hyenas clit sizes the way like guys talk about tits and humans Yes, hundred percent. Well, the, yo, she had thing? she had a double D. Yeah, <laughs> she got the, that the long about, clit, dude. She got that. Yeah, thing mm. about like <laughs> she got that shit that reaches down the street and around the corner. Yeah, you know she she got that. Do that clit go all the way down? Yes, it do. She got that shit that stretched like John Goodman's skin. <laughs> <laughs> she got a second tail. That's what I'm talking she about. Got, yeah, she, you know, she got that shit you can jump rope with. <laughs> a clan, the thing about a uh, clan of, of hyenas is that they're actually very matriarchal. Women control, yeah. men have if, like, okay, if children. If women in real time. life had clits that big, I would be like, yeah, I'd, I'd see where well, I'd come we would from. That's, 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 the, yeah. that's, the, that's the funny thing, Spencer. Except when they have to reproduce in which male hyenas violently rape. The oh. females. Oh, that's the hey, remember one time when I said splits. like when I remember when like I said about the fact that it was like kind of fun and silly, and then you was like, yeah, they're rapists. <laughs> well, they're rapists one one twelfth of the year. Every other time, hey, they are the hey, biggest losers. Hey, 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 just call. Hey, Better than Andy. Guy. Hey, wait, shh, shh, wait. Shh. Better than guys, right? <laughs> Andy, that's called <laughs> seasonal affective disorder. Okay. Yeah. You need to be more sensitive <laughs> about this. That's topic. called se- it's seasonal assaultive disorder. <laughs> <laughs> During the winter, guys just like they're like, "Damn, I want to rape right now." <laughs> I'm fe- I'm feeling cute and sad, RN. I should go rape someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, oh brother, where art? Oh thou? brother, where art thou? Oh brother, where art thou? Hey, did they ever figure out where he was? Nah, that sucks. Yeah. I hate the Cohen brothers. So, uh, why don't you It'd all talk like about... It would be like if, like, in The Informant, it's like, you get to the end, and you're like, hey, was there an informant in this movie? So, Andy, Sucks. you've seen, like, nine okay, movies total. You're um, my shit. What, uh, 
what Coen Brothers movies have you seen? Exactly Fargo before this. <laughs> so I haven't really seen this one. <laughs> I don't know why they got me so bad, but just... Like Fargo being a unit of measure. <laughs> I okay. This is a little behind the scenes thing. When we when we had the Sleezoids guys on for the first time, we were just chatting with them, oh, and this, yeah. Andy just casually said, "Yeah, I've never seen a Hitchcock or a Kubrick movie." And then they just said, "Wow, it was." Yeah, <laughs> that's how a lot of people respond to things that Andy says. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, no, I like Fargo. I think it's pretty good. Fargo's a great I, movie. Fargo, Fargo kicks ass. I'm I'm kind of torn whether I like this. Also, or... it's about the place you're from. I am not from North Dakota. No, you are. Uh, I like how when he said that, like there was a little bit of like fucking upper yeah, he was Midwest like judging. Yeah. yeah, there was a little bit of twang in his voice. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you betcha. I'm not oh, from oh, North yeah. Dakota. Oh yeah, I'm not from North Dakota. <laughs> Don't you know? Yeah. So you've seen exactly Fargo before this. Do you remember yes. that? Sorry, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Uh, riffy right now do you remember that video of like that uh uh turf lady who was like talking and she was like getting really mad but she had like the strongest fargo accent ever and it was impossible to take seriously <laughs> no i don't but that sounds fucking let see, awesome let me see if i can find clip she's just, that in she's like she's like in the chewing on those vowels like they're like gummy worms she's just like oh the, 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 the trans the trans people you know just like it sounds like she's like doing calisthenics for her jaw. That's unfortunately, that's yeah. what Margie Gunderson is doing right now. Everyone watches that movie and so it's like, oh, she's such a wonderful person. No, she's, that's oh, what she, she's doing Oh, is now. she on that shit? Yeah, now she is. Yeah. Oh, shame. Yeah. No, Frances McDormand uh, isn't. The character from Fargo is. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I, I was very sad yeah. for a sec. Yeah. Oh, brother, where are you? Damn, thou? yeah, she would be. Hey, can I say... I think Maggie Gunderson and the the two main characters from Raising Arizona should do a scene together. Okay, so Ty, what Coen Brothers movies have you seen? What's your what's your take on them? Uh, let's see. Uh, I've seen Serious Man. I've seen Fargo. I've seen what else have I seen? I know I've seen. Uh, I saw Inside Lou and Davis, which I fucking love. That might be one of my favorite movies of all time. What the, oh god, what else of theirs have I seen? Because I know there's no country like one. No country for old men. I've actually hey can I. I've never seen No Country, and that's I, that's a big. What about uh, Lebowski? Uh, never all the way. You know what? Never all the way through. I've seen bits of you Lebowski. Don't, you don't never... need to see Big Lebowski. Like if you've hung out with a man over the age of like forty-one, you'll probably hear most yeah. of the quotes from the movie. Um, what the fuck else? Whatever. Uh, Raising Arizona also yeah. is a, is a is a big one for me. Yes, yeah. uh, I've seen. I all love of them. them. They're amazing. They're some of the funniest fucking people in Hollywood. Yeah, no, I've seen all of their movies. Uh, I like to love almost all of them. They were one yeah. of the first directors I really got into when I was, you know, in middle school. I fucking love them. They're really talented. Cool. And Dope. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say other than I just really love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Anyone else smell a butt coming? Nah, this dude's sniffing butts. <laughs> that dude's sniffing butts. <laughs> yeah, he's sniffing butts. Daddy, that's your that's your butt oh my, that you're smelling. Oh, oh my oh my god, he admit it. <laughs> damn, he he smell a butt coming. Damn, he's smelling damn butt. Yo, yeah, he smells he's sniffing damn that butt. he's sniffing that shit like a dog. He's <laughs> he's sliding his nose through the crack like a credit card. Yeah. Remember WAP? Remember that one? Yeah, yeah I that do. Was looking, yeah. People got so fucking mad about that song. It was just like it's just about a bitch being horny. Yeah. Yeah. It was well. It was, was funnier. Present. It was like funnier. Like 
how if you look at like best songs of 2020 lists, every single one of them has WAP at the top. Like it's NPR. NPR has it's, it as one. Pitchfork has say, it as one. It's like an essay of a song, but it's fun to listen to. Yeah, it's not bad or anything. It's just Yeah. Just seeing all these like culture writers going like seeing these women reclaim their sexuality or, and it's like it's like chill you out. You, you, you <laughs> like you like that Megan the Stallion has like a has a metric ton of ass. You're not actually <laughs> No one's asking you to be the countercultural response to Ben Shapiro over here. Yeah. You can just you can just say you like Ooh, the song, all right? You're getting leftist over here. Uh so Damn, we oh, brother, we we're in the real leftist zone now. What did you two think of this movie? Or think I of like this it. movie. Uh, it's not the best. Uh, it's not my favorite Cohen thing I've ever seen. I like it a lot. I really like uh, fucking George Clooney. I love George Clooney. I mean, people made a fucking big. People love making this think about him. He's he was like biggest guy in Hollywood for a while for a reason. He's very yes. handsome, very charismatic. Charismatic. He's good at acting in like multiple avenues that you wouldn't expect just like a Hawkeye to be. He's um, he's like a good old style Hollywood actor yeah, where it's like yeah, yeah. part of the appeal is that you're watching George Clooney. You're not seeing like a character. You're seeing George Clooney play this guy. Yeah. The music fucking amazing. Like the, yeah. there's a reason people got into it after the movie came out. They were like, damn, I like, that was a cool, that movie was fine. Can I get that on vinyl? Like that kick, that kicks ass. That's the, a sign that you, and they're always really good with music in their shit. Yes, uh, but, I forget the name of the person who did like who curated the soundtrack for this, but they deserve a fucking award um, because like, I, th- I think they found Elmer, like probably <laughs> yeah they Cloyd. It was uh, T Bone Burnett, so you weren't far off. <laughs> yeah, his name was like Gun Buckterson or something like. Blue skies are so cool, man. Blue yeah. skies always just go like, yeah, my name's like Dave Richards, but I go by Raging Boar. That's that's my that's my name. Yeah, that's what you should go by, because your ass is boring. I was about to I was about to say that whoever curated the soundtrack for this deserves an award because they must have had to sift through so many fucking songs so from the nineteen twenties. Nineteen twenties, just <laughs> my wife yeah. was playing for me like a bunch of songs from the eighteen nineties and early nineteen hundreds, and all of them are just like. To the tune of Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah. They say like five different racial slurs and the song is about yeah. like seeing a guy on the street. It's 70% so- of them are called like the ballad of chewing on wheat. Yeah. <laughs> there fun. is there is a song called The Laughing Song from 1897 that just pause this episode and listen to it. And it is about seeing a fat policeman on the street and la- and seeing him that's laugh. Not, that's not like a new, <laughs> that's not like a rare experience at all. Yeah, well, they made a whole song about it, and it's yeah, I know. It's two and a yeah, half minutes long, and it feels damn, like an hour. Movie, you made a movie about a big fat policeman. Did you also make a song called like "Damn the Sun Rose Today"? <laughs> yeah, that's what they were making songs about before Cole Porter. Yeah. Like that's all the things they knew how to write songs about. It's like ah, oh, damn, we're in a big yeah. ass field. Let's write the, the field the song. Billboard, the Billboard Top 100 back in 1918 was just all songs called like the Cloud Song. <laughs> <laughs> Well, half of them were called the clouds, the cloud song. The other the half song, were like half of them were called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. They were like some like really archaic yeah. a- racial slur. Yeah, that, <laughs> that you've never heard of before. Yeah. And it's like this is the song. 
this is of the song of the Moongrass Man or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's a, yeah, every every song back then was either I saw a train once or kill the <laughs> 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 It's it's I gotta do some tweaking this episode. <laughs> they curated all of the best songs from yeah. that era. It's like they had to like just scavenge through so much racism and fucking lo-fi dog shit yeah. to find stuff like I'll Fly Away or Big Rock Candy Mountain, which God fucking bless them for. Can, can I say, Big Rock Candy Mountain is, isn't even that good a song. It's got I'm candy sorry. in everyone, it. Everyone loves sucking off this song. It's fine. I don't know. It's I not mean, even like a real mountain. Like that's, first of all, okay. show me a song called Mount Everest and then maybe we can talk. Okay, like, look, I, I won't deny there have been better candy related songs that have come after it. Yeah, Sugar you, Sugar by the Archies. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. some people like Candy Shop by 50 Cent, you know. Solid. So, Solid. Yeah, but you have to pay tribute. This is probably all of the, the first. Se- all of the secret songs that Spencer loves because he's a, like that he gets for being a pedophile about candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the jingle on the ice cream truck. That's you know that's a classic song, obviously. Yeah. But you got to pay respect to Big Rock Candy Mountain. You know that's a it was a was, it was a trailblazer. But it's like the Beatles, where it's like, listen, I get what you've done for candy related music. We got better shit now. We got listen. You're serving up like the Reggie. We got the fucking indica sativa blend right now. Like, yeah. look, I'm yeah. not saying I'm always gonna go to the Big Rock Candy Mountain, but like sometimes if the the modern candy related songs are like. There's too much sugar in them. I'm going to go back to that one and just mellow out. That's all I'm saying. Nah, this this motherfucker is talking about the Werther's originals of candy-related songs. (laughs) So if I could talk about how I felt about it for a second. (laughs) No, we got to talk about candy Yeah, you you can do that. Hey, remember John Goodman and how fucked up his skin looks? (laughs) (laughs) What if a guy from the Uh, 1910s made a song about John Goodman called That Wrinkly Bastard? (laughs) That that Wrinkly Irishman. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's, like the top three song in 1920 was called "The Wrinkly Mick." Yeah, it's about seeing a guy who was fat, and then a year later you see him again yeah. and he's wrinkly. No, no, the no. Song, that, the song no, wait, is about how wait. you should put Irish people in jail. Wait, wait, Ty. Wouldn't if it's about 1910? Wouldn't wouldn't uh, the Wrinkly Mick be the same song as the as the the fat laughing cop cop song? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I mean, honestly, any point in American history. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but It's so funny that Irish people love beating their wives so much that they just came over here and became cops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, Irish, Irish, people, Irish people in Ireland, like, throw, like, bombs at police cars, and then Irish people over yeah, yeah. here just Irish people throw... Throw they unlit bottles at windows. Yeah. <laughs> they throw bottles at their okay. wives. Okay. Well, yeah, so. Irish people back in like back in the motherland are like fucking you know war heroes, like fighting against an unjust empire. And then they come over here and they're like inventing the they're inventing like the twelve cut assassination for wives. I'm just imagining like an Irish person in the homeland like throwing a Molotov cocktail at like a, a police car or something, and then <laughs> or, or at like a Protestant church, and then an Irish person here just throwing a Molotov cocktail at their wife. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> just, uh, the wife just goes up in flames. <laughs> I gotta be honest about Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, like, I'm kind of a sucker for, like, fun adventure road trip slash road trip movies like this. 
Like where you have a lot of yeah. light, light little vignettes that sometimes you have real stakes. I will say uh, one thing that I found funny about this is that it's like, I think the Odyssey stuff was a little too on the nose. Like, I'm like, wait, <laughs> is this movie going to end with them coming back and uh, finding guys fucking their wives or something? Like, like is that, are we going to go that far? Well, okay. Well, on the, on the, sorry, finish what you want to say, but I do want to talk about the Odyssey thing. Because I do think that's like an interesting point of contention that we have here. But sorry, finish what you're saying about. No, no, I think yeah, there is stuff. But honestly, the the thing that this reminded me of most, and I think it's literally just my my uh, letterbox review, is that like this feels like the southern equivalent of Blues Brothers. That's Uh, that's a big backhanded compliment (laughs) to the Coen Brothers. I don't know. I like I like yeah, Blues Brothers is definitely better than the Bluegrass Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, I, I, I Brothers is definitely I a, a bit. Oh boy, <laughs> Ty, you could probably so you replace can... like twenty percent of the things you say with that sentence. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so funny. Like, like it's not what it was, but it'd be so funny. Like if I got off the podcast and I just like sat at home eating saltines, and like every time I saw somebody say like even something slightly offensive about like Nicki Minaj, it was like, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if you just, like, you get off recording, you just think about, like, a list of, like, horrible things you can say about different groups of people. Yeah, I have a, I have a whole nominate. journal. You're I'm, like a, I'm like, you know what? You're like I a Paul Schrader protagonist. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting at my desk being like, you know what? We haven't we haven't gone against Indian people for a while on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just have a single candle lit in your room, and you're just monologuing to yourself as you scribble out the most heinous things yeah, ever yeah, fucking yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I like this movie quite a bit. It's, I don't know if, I, I feel like I might like this movie the most out of anyone here. Uh, but yeah. I really liked it. I was a fan. I, I, again, and me saying it was not the Coen Brothers' best is not me saying it's a bad movie. It's me saying their benchmark is so fucking high that when one is just a good movie, I'm like, yeah. well, this doesn't super compare, you know? Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I totally get that. But I, I also, re- oh, sorry. What are you? I was just going to say their reputation does perceive themselves. Yeah, no, they're fucking brilliant. I, I do want to talk about the Odyssey thing, though, because you, you said it was, like, too on the nose. Like, what? Like, like, I guess... Specifically the siren stuff. Sure. Because I, I, that's the only... I guess I, what I'm saying is I would have liked it to either... It felt, like, weirdly balanced where sometimes it remembered that it was an adaptation of the Odyssey, well, and other times it just can didn't. I, can I weigh well, in here? But, I'll go on tie. Well, sure. I'll go on tie. Well, I was going to say, well, I don't think it is an adaptation, quote unquote, of the Odyssey. Like, I think they take a lot of inspiration from the Odyssey. And I, I do think it's like, again, a mark of how fucking brilliant they are that they sat down and were like, oh, we're making a movie about a guy trying to get home. What if we built it around the skeleton of the story about a guy trying to get home? I think that's really... That's fair. I just... It's but, something that like, I, I, was in my head let her finish. Uh, for the entire but, movie. Well, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I never read it as, like, all the way through the movie. I didn't read it as, like, a straight-on, we are telling the Odyssey here, but we're putting it in the South, which I do agree. I think that would be, like, a very different structure. I thought it was more like they are making homage to the Odyssey and then also building their own narrative out of it, which I thought worked a lot better. And, frankly, I thought they had a pretty deft hand with the Odyssey stuff. Like, obviously, there was, like, little structural things, but, like... Really, the only parts of it that, like, 
I think, come out and scream, oh, this is a reference to this story at you, or, yeah, like you said, the sirens, which I can agree, maybe the weakest of... But again, I mean, even even then, it's like it had, like, a, you know, a purpose to, like, continuing the plot, and it was also, like kind of telling of their mindsets where it's like, yeah, of course, these guys have been on a chain gang for years. They see the hot ladies. That is how you're going to get them because they're fucking horny criminals. But <laughs> what if the uh, sirens I, were just kind of mid? Yeah. What if, what if the sirens were all like bitches you'd seen like the Walmart parking lot? <laughs> yeah, just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. Well, but um, what, so I, I was also going to, I was also going to say that like the other ones that really pop out are what that, the, uh, John Goodman as the Cyclops, which is again pretty on the nose, but I also think like they do enough with that character that isn't just hey, it's the Cyclops that I really don't think it's fair to you know shit on that choice. And then I guess the the equation of the like officer or the warden or whatever who is chasing them with like the whole flood at the end to kind of make like the Poseidon parallel. Done. Like, other than that, I really don't think too, too much of it was like, look at me, look at me. This is the Odyssey. I think it was, it was pretty smart and honestly pretty restrained about like taking the inspiration that they were taking from that story and then synthesizing it into something else. But that's, again, however you want to look at it, that's fine. But that's kind of where I'm, where I come from. That's that's not really where I'm looking at it. Because the thing is, is that like, the they end the opening credits with the line based on the Odyssey. So like I'd be watching the movie and then I and then I'd see like a scene where one of those scenes and I'd be like, oh yeah, this is like supposed to have Odyssey homage stuff in homage, homage. stuff in there. Uh, homage. No, that's what it. That's how it is. What do you think? Was yeah, it, it is homage. homage. No, said I said homage. homage. Yeah, he said. Oh, homage. you said homage. Yeah. Yeah, I said yeah. homage at first. It's an I homage heard. to a gay guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Homo-homage. Homo-homage. Homo-ish. homo Yeah. So stupid. This show is so fucking dumb. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, I guess I was, what I'm saying is I'm looking for a more more of a balance with the Odyssey stuff. Where it's, I, I kind of wish either it was in the film more or Okay, I, I, I gotta interject here. I'm sorry. I need sure. to fucking yeah, tell you guys in, the shit. Neither of them had read the Odyssey when they made this. That <laughs> Neither of them have read the so fucking Odyssey. As a matter of fact, so cool. the only person on set who had Yo, read the fucking Odyssey. You're me in high school. That's so fun. As a matter of fact, the only okay. person on set who had read the fucking Odyssey was Tim Blake Nelson. He was the only one. That's it's, great. See, it is funny that they had him playing a stupid guy because he seems like the smartest of... Like, just as, as, like, a guy, he seems like the smartest of... No, he has a master's role. in the classics from Brown University. Like, he, he is... <laughs> He is a very smart, Damn, guy. smart guy. He's just really good at playing like a dumbass. But no, I'm sorry. I, I really had to say that because I was listening to this whole debate. No, I get just it. Fucking stewing, just waiting to drop this it, bomb on you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and hey, it was well worth it. It was well worth <laughs> and it. That, and that explains why it feels sometimes it goes super hard and sometimes it doesn't. Because it's like... Oh yeah, I think that was in the odd. There's something about silence, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They were they were writing the script for this movie in the same way I was writing an essay at like 16, being like, I think the red of the Scarlet Letter represents blood. <laughs> Someone should do that, but for like Hamlet or something. Just be uh, like, no, you know, no, no, no. I would, yeah, you know, I would never fuck around with Hamlet. What? I 
I was, yeah, I respect that to the end, brother. What's, That's one of my favorite things of all time. What's the biggest essay Hamlet you've ever... kicks so much ass. You've ever bullshitted, Ty, since there's like a couple I've done. A lot of them. Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, I mean, obviously, there were a couple where it's just I straight up did not read the book. I like skimmed it, and then I was like, I'll pull out some... Push-. I can probably go through some of my old essays. Um, the one I feel the most bad about, since I really like the teacher, and the book is supposed to be really good, but I just... It was a summer reading book, and I didn't feel like doing that, was uh, Catch-22. Yeah. And I got oh. I got like an A on the essay. <laughs> yeah, I just I just skimmed it, went off of class discussions, and then I got an A. Yeah, yep. That is literally what what getting an English degree teaches you is how to do that at an elite level. Yes. If you think Spencer should go back and read uh, Catch Twenty Two, let him know in the comments. I should. It's supposed to be a great book, and I feel bad. Uh, I remember. Uh, not fully bullshitting because I did listen to it mostly on audiobook, but, uh, I had a whole final, final paper about Orlando that I wrote in probably like the <laughs> five, like maybe like literally just listened through the audio of the book and then wrote the whole paper, maybe like two or three hours the day before it was due. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame because Orlando is actually a pretty cool book. It's like a very fun, trippy, experimental, uh, treatise on gender, uh, uh, but it, it was, yeah. I didn't do this. Someone I knew at high school did this, but this today like remains the best bullshit job, I think, or not the best, but the funniest bullshit job I've ever seen. In history class, we had to do a presentation on a topic of our choosing. And one of the topics was... You chose like, guys. The guy, well, yeah, mine was guys. You chose obviously. the history of guys. You chose yeah. the history of guys. It was having sex with men. I, I don't know why, I frankly don't know why they let me do that. It, it's a little inappropriate for the school, for 10th grade to do a presentation on gay sex. But They were like, Spencer, I appreciate the passion you're bringing to this project. I don't know if our curriculum really has the space for the history of cum shots. You don't, you didn't need to bring in a bad dragon dildo for this. Like, I know you wanted a physical aspect to your presentation. Not strictly necessary. It's just, we're we're more focused on like history, American history between 1875 and 1920. And you've written it about how the ancient Greeks liked fucking little boys in the leg. (laughs) You you also did not need to bring olive oil to the class to to demonstrate like we we we. I mean, it was very nice because we did end up making a very nice souffle later. Yeah. But... No, this kid had a, a presentation on presentation on the war on men. He didn't realize. Oh shit! The... What just what the fuck? Yeah, he went full robot there for a second. Holy I shit! Think you're you got now. so excited, you started sucking the dick of your microphone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. I might need to get a new cable. Yeah, you started like like talking through a fan. You sounded like Stephen Hawking having an orgasm. <laughs> I need to get a vocoder. It's fine now. I need to get a vocoder so I can just like do that uh, every time I feel like it. Oh, that'd be a great stream feature. But the uh, the the w- he did it on the war on drugs, and he didn't realize he had the presentation today. So he went down to the cafeteria, got two packets of sugar, and then just like went up to the front of the class, ripped open the packets of sugar, poured it on the desk, and he just said. This is what drugs look like, and just kind of bullshit it from there. <laughs> what did he? What did he end up getting out? Oh, of an F. Paper? The teacher literally said oh. in front of well, the. That's... Sorry, no, the teacher. Well, me. it's it sticks in my head. I wish he had done it. Loops around it being great because the teacher literally said in front of the whole class, just said, "You realize I can't give you anything but an F for this, right?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Absolute masterclass, all things considered. That's very fun. Yeah. God, I'm Jones for some souvlaki right now. Mm. I brought that up just as like a fun little, fun little olive oil based joke. Now I'm really fucking hungry for that. Mm. So, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is a pretty good movie. It is. It is pretty low on my Coen Brothers ranking, if I'm being entirely honest. I. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, maybe I can just not say anything. Maybe I can just just sit here silently. No, I'm I'm I know I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> like I'm like a traumatized dog. You could wave your hand at me no, and I'd I'm, flinch. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. It is it is a good movie. It's very low on my Coen Brothers ranking. I uh, mm-hmm. don't think it's as funny as most people think it is. I think it's really uneven. The great parts that everyone talks about, pretty obviously Alzheimer's. Like I'm a man of constant sorrow. Amazing. Yeah, both performance of that, fantastic. Uh, George Clooney saying, damn, we're in a tight spot like six times in a row. Hilarious. <laughs> Pretty much most of the things Tim Blake Nelson says, gold. Yeah. They turn him into the, a he's toad. Like the, he's like the secret MVP of this movie just because like he's very good at pretending to be retarded. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like how they, they... I don't know how intentional it was to give, to give uh, George Clooney, John Turturro, and Tim Blake Nelson a uh, Three Stooges like where where you got yeah. the smart mean one, the dumb guy, and then the guy in the middle. Well, I will say actually that was partially informed by the scene in the Odyssey where Odysseus and his sailors are trying to hoist a piano and then a beautiful dowager <laughs> walks by and they, they get distracted in their eyes, you know, go all wide and then they tragedy ensues. What if like what if during one of the Three Stooges shorts, like, they drop the piano on someone and they just fucking die? <laughs> Poseidon would not let Odysseus go home for 20 no, 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 years because no, no. he heard no, him No, just in a Three Stooges yeah, sketch. No. They're just... Also, just think about it, yeah. Same setup as every Three Stooges. Like, they're, gonna, they're going to a fancy dinner party and they're going to cater and you know it's going to turn to a pie fight. And they hit someone with a pie and it breaks their nose and they drown with a nose <laughs> They have like the glass. Like, they have the glass, and so they just like someone goes through the glass, and it just gives them ninety different artery cuts, and they just die painfully. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole Three Stooges episode about Curly getting CTE from how many times Mo hit him on the head. Really <laughs> and I, I like the idea. Again, you can't make the whole thing. You can't make like it, it's not funny if every Three Stooges sketch is like, oh, huh, what if it was? What if it was all dark? But if just one, yeah. if just one was someone like, died, yeah, within the first like thirty seconds, someone gets a safe dropped on their head, and then the rest of it is their funeral. <laughs> just realistic brain splattering yeah, everywhere. Exactly. No jokes. Not yeah. Not a, no. Just no. Lingers it, on the, the shot of him just convulsing for the, a minute. You see the police drawing a sketch. We actually get like a little snippet of like. Them getting acquitted in court because it's clear that it was like accidental. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. I was literally gonna say that. Like, it's not the episode isn't the funeral, it's their manslaughter trial. And then after that, they do a wacky. Yeah, program, the rest so. of it is just like wacky hijinks. Yeah. That would be no. so funny. Well, I, I like the idea of like it just being one standalone and like, the, and then people are like, what the fuck? Like, they're in prison? And then the next one is just like, oh, they're eating a watermelon funny. <laughs> it's like this sounds like something someone would write a creepypasta about but if i read that i'd be like that would be the funniest episode of the entire show (laughs) 
That would rule, honestly. <laughs> this is my this is my latest creepy pasta, dark curly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just reading it, and this it's is, like the funniest my... episode ever made. You're going. You're walking into high school, being like, "Yo, did you guys see this shit? It's called Shemp Suicide." <laughs> <laughs> Larry drowned. <laughs> Unrelated. I don't think I've ever seen a three. Curly the killer. Curly. Thing. Curly the killer. <laughs> That's good. I don't think I've ever seen a. Three he says, "Go to sleep," with... and then he bonks you on that. <laughs> I don't, I've never, I've never actually. And seen the last thing he heard before he, before the world turned black was his voice solemnly saying, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> "I have no idea what his da- dynamic is with the rest of it. I just know he exists." Which one, Shemp? Yeah, I've never um, actually seen a Shemp thing. Yeah, you know, I don't think I have either. I just kind of like know it through Osmo. I maybe he was like, maybe he was like the like the femboy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know they had like they had like the the leader and the stupid one and the quiet one and then what if one of them was just a femboy <laughs> and Mo, Mo was like you chowed ahead you can't be posting pictures to your only fans while we're trying to cater this wedding okay okay like, this is awesome Shemp's name is actually Samuel Horowitz but because of how thick of a Yiddish accent his mom had it sounds like oh, Shemp hell yes. when she was saying Samuel That's so Shemp cool. And then, and then he just went by that. That <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, Shemp's an interesting guy because he is like, again, I don't really know like what position he played in the Stooges, but it's funny. Like he was like kind of, I feel like the brains behind the Stooges at the start. And then it, he just kind of got right, right, like written out of the history books. It's sad. He's at least remembered as like the other one. Yeah. Like people know he existed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, brother. Back to the movie. Yeah. It was good. It was. Yeah. It wasn't the best Coen Brothers movie, but it was pretty solid. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite and least. I like. Um. I, I. I. Can I say? There's. There's a dearth of movies about the KKK and their shit kicked in, and I. Every time one comes on, it feels fun. Oh. Oh my God. It's. Yeah. This is a really dumb. Ty, have you seen Bad Boys Two? I have not. The op- it, the just watch the opening. You should. You should scene. not show Ty Bad Boys Two. That that would do horrible things to her brain, like that. <laughs> Imagine how fucking racist she would be after. It would be like that taking movie. the limitless pill for racism. Ty, you don't know how insane that movie is. You're not. No, I mean, I can imagine. I've seen, like, a lot of Bay stuff, but... No, it, it, it's his most deranged film. That kicks out. I might have to watch this. I might have to watch this so that, like, I can commune with the ancient spirits of saying slurs. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I will be, like, I will be connecting to, like, my the heritage of, like, saying... Of, like, saying slurs in the way that, like, you feel like you're connected to everyone who lived before you when you're on, like, DMT. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't know sure. about... Yeah. The, I'll the, be, like, joining... The, the I'll be joining scene. the universe. I'll be, like, becoming one with the universe, but just, like, in terms of, like, coming up with things that, like, a plantation owner used to say. <laughs> yeah. That'll be kick-ass. Yeah. No, I feel like showing you that movie would be, like, showing someone who has, like, a mild alcohol problem and giving them some fucking fentanyl. Like, yeah, Ty, you need to see that movie. That's our next episode, should be. So, um, 
Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, the KKK scene is a lot of fun. The I love the yeah. the music nerd thing. I like is the Robert Johnson stuff with uh, guys yeah, selling yeah, salt at the, the crossroads. The yeah, hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta say they don't let him be a part of like the group as much as they should. They, they I think they were kind of afraid of like yeah, I will say being it, racist. Yeah. I get that. And I, I will say with the setting, that kind of makes sense. It does come off as a little like black friendish. Yeah. Even though I think he does a good job. I think like the little bits they do give him to do the who's the performer? Chris Thomas King. I think he does like a good job like with the stuff they give him. I but also, yeah, they don't they don't give him too too much. Yeah. This is the fifth movie he's ever been in. Wow. Yeah. I like I like how back in the in the twenties, if you heard a black guy who was better than anyone else at playing guitar, the first thing you thought was, "Oh, he sold his soul to the devil." No, that was no, that was the first movie he'd ever been in. I think, right? Well, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at his letterbox. The important thing is that he's only been in five movies. Yeah, that was the first one he was the his first movie ever. So that also kind of makes sense. Maybe like they're worried about his ability to. I mean, again, I don't know, but that that could be like a safe assumption. They're really good with new timer. New timers. New timers, yeah. New timers. Just, just gonna, just gonna sit in silence for a little bit while I think. Is that about, like uh, metric time? I. They are really good. Hey, you know what? It is fucked up that we don't have like an alternative to old timers for young people. <laughs> if any, if anything, you've just done like a, a, you've just done like a social good. Yeah, they are really good with first time actors. Like a serious man was almost entirely actors who hadn't been in anything before, aside from like stage plays. So I don't think it was that. I think it was probably just like they were afraid of seeming really racist if they let like a black guy get in on the Three Stooges shit. I, I that makes sense. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Although I have uh, seen it the- is, like it is it is cool like little wrinkle to it is just like I mean one that they're that they're woke and two that yeah there's just like I mean with all the music like all the music kind of themes that they're like working with in the movie that like they they are bringing that very traditional piece of like southern folklore into it that is cool yes uh ty what is your favorite song on the soundtrack i mean it's got to be man of the man of sorrow what's man Man of of constant Constant sorrow Sorrow. yeah all three of us have had a brain aneurysm today yeah (laughs) like it should (laughs) we are all andy tonight (laughs) i'm kind of enjoying it yeah i got home at 5 a.m I am. Uh, What's his name? I'm running on fumes. What's his name? It's your mom. It's your dad. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You should ask him. Uh, my favorite's "I'll Fly Away." I think. Uh, Andy, what about you? You have a favorite song in the soundtrack? I don't remember the names of any of the songs in this movie. Unfortunately. Fuck you. Uh, the music's the best part of the movie. You. No, it's great. I'm not denying fuck that. You. Like, probably like probably like the main song, like the one that they like. A man of constant uh, sorrow. Yeah, man of constant sorrow. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Can I? Yeah. Can I wedge in a potentially unpopular opinion? Since I know we love John Goodman, I don't love the Cyclops stuff. I don't really like it very much. I don't know. They the Coen brothers kind of have a tendency to let when they're good with John Goodman, he's the best actor in history. Yeah. There's movies where they kind of just bring him in so he can just be a loud fat guy for a scene or two and it doesn't usually well, I mean, work as that's, well i don't think we should be you know denigrating that as like a practice okay i think 
something that I wanted to bring up about, like, how we feel different about about this movie, Spencer, is that, like, I think I'm a lot more willing to forgive uh, a movie for kind of being all over the place if it has a lot of scenes that I really like and it doesn't end badly. Yes. And that's basically how I feel about this, is that, like, the fun scenes in this are really, really fun, and and, and there's, you know, enough of a nice little neat bow on it that it, that it all comes together. I can see that, um, yeah. I'm, I'm very big into, like pacing and rhythm and structure of movies so if it's really wobbly i have a hard time getting into it yeah that i get it and again i i mean like we have said that uh, a couple times i think by this point that it's a good movie but it's not one of the cohen's best um <laughs> <laughs> i see that i am a fan enough of john goodman that i'm really not going to begrudge him this performance i think he does a fine job i think it's well written enough i think the little like twist of him being like going from the bible salesman to just straight up hitting delmar with a big like log is a really good turn i don't know i i but i also see like why you think it could be like a little too epic or whatever the scene where he catches the flagpole that's actually a really good twist. Kick ass, yeah. Yeah, where it's that's a really good like riff on the Odyssey. That's probably some of the best. Like the Clan Rally in general is probably the best attempt in the movie to get that kind of like mythic Homer feel. But uh, a lot of it feels a little ramshackle. I don't know. That's. I wish I liked it more though, because you know the fun stuff, the great lines that everyone quotes, obviously great. I really like what this movie did for folk music. I, I don't know. I, I really want to like it more. George Clooney, also really fucking charming guy. K- kind of hamming it up in this movie a little bit, if I'm being honest. It's great, though. Uh, you know what? That's, that's not... No, that's what the part needs, though, because he is, like, that kind of slimy, yeah, you know, scheming, like, conniving that, Weasley guy. Torturo is the only one who I kind of have, like, issue with. Yeah. He, he is... I don't know. He's there kind of be the straight he's, man. He's kind of doing the Jesus thing again, basically. But that was funny for one scene. And this is like, you have to have a whole movie where he's kind of that level of over I, the top. I, 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 you know what else I can say about this movie? This, you're, you're definitely, you've said a lot that this is good, but not the Coen's best movie. You know what this <laughs> might be the best Coen's movie for? What? Wait, that is actually a really good point, Andy. It is pretty good, yeah. but it's not the Cohen's best. It's pretty best. good, but not the Cohen's best. Is this is probably I mean, it's not the yeah. Cohen's best, but like it's pretty good. Not, but, not my favorite but Cohen what Brothers I was movie. Say but it's is, solid. This is yeah. the best yeah. Cohen Brothers movie to catch on like TV at like five in the afternoon or something. Yeah, you know what? That's actually yes. a very good point. I yeah, because it's like very episodic, so you you can figure out what's yeah. going on no matter what time you come in. And if That's, you're not paying attention, the yeah. music comes through. Exactly, yeah. Or you could just again, and I feel like that's kind of where the big performances also help. Is like if you're just catch if you're watching it like the fucking Christmas story or whatever, and you're just like catching little bits of it, that usually helps hook you in and like you know having like that kind of larger than life kind of hammy performance is is an easy way to like connect with it without having to like dig into like super deep subtleties yes. which there are subtleties. dang I, I i would say there's a lot in uh clooney's performance but like i think having that kind of big like larger than life epic characterization is actually very you, helpful you know what um thinking about it over it's like 
like, obviously it's good to compliment a movie as a thing you can watch on TV, but if you're a director being like, yeah, I really like yeah. seeing parts of your movie where I start in the middle, it's, and watch it on the small screen, that's the, I really like, your movie's really good yeah. at that. That probably feels really insane. Yeah, I love, like, when I'm folding laundry and your movie's on, like, kind of. <laughs> your movie's solid, but, like, if it was interrupted by State Farm commercials, I think it would be a little bit, like, more ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're a, you are a master of the cinematic form, but I would love to watch one third of your movie and then immediately get head and forget about it. Could could you could you put in more Viagra commercials? Yeah, do you think you could have some really poorly timed like fades to black and then like seven yeah. minutes of commercial break? Could you? Hey, you know that scene you made where the main character's ass is out? Do you think you could like? copy paste a pair of pants over yeah that you know where your character says fuck could you make him say like fun instead or something yeah could you make him say flick <laughs> oh damn john goodman wrinkly as hell i do hey you know can i yo can i say that what i i do be catching movies on cable that shit that shit does yeah, it, is, it is fun when you just flip when you're flipping around when i mean i don't really have cable anymore but like back in when I had cable, and you're just like flipping around. You're like, oh, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Gone in sixty seconds in a while. That shit kicks. That's better than watching movies on DVD, the, in my opinion. Yeah, because there's like, there's like the joy of discovery. Whenever you're um, in a hotel room, or at least whenever I'm in a hotel room, that's like one of the pleasures of With it. With guys. With guys, yeah. Me and twelve guys, we're done having sex. The pleasure of the hotel, you know, you order a Domino's pizza, and then you see what is the least. Least unwatchable movie on TV, and you know yeah. that's fun. I like that. I like that experience. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think it, you don't want too many, but I'm. I, I think it. I think it'd be nice if like a streaming service had like we got a genre, and here's a bunch of movies that play back to nonstop that you can yeah. just like pop in for of that that genre. It's probably expensive given that like yeah. streaming ain't cheap. And keeping it a good quality, but they, like no. I don't know. I, Nef- Netflix, I think Netflix should include like a feature that makes it feel like you're watching the USA Channel, and you'd even have an easy justification to put ad to make your viewers watch. Yeah, ads. yeah, yeah. yeah. There should they should have like a couple movies that like you have to pay extra to receive. Like you know you have like your basic movies, and there's maybe like twenty to thirty movies and TV shows that you can't watch without like. Netflix premium, and then they can pretend like that's stars. I mean, Disney already kind of does that with Disney Plus. How did they? I, how did they do that? Since I, I only watched the Thir- Simpsons. Thirty dollars, thirty dollars for. I think especially. They, I well, don't know like you talking about like the Hulu bundle during, stuff? Are you talking about when when when? I don't know if they do it anymore. But when they did it with COVID, they'd be like, "You want to watch this movie that's coming out in theaters? Thirty dollars." Yeah, I hate them. I you uh, know, I I hate Disney for real. Yeah, no, that fucking I hate, sucks. I hate those damn Marvel movies. Disney Plus, I gotta say, great channel if you're with all your friends and you want to throw on just something hilariously bad. Like the old Inspector Gadget movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all of the shit that you were forced to watch when you were eight years old is on Disney Plus, and that's fun. Yes. But no, it's, it's, it's when so... It, when it comes to watching actual movies, it's like, I actually would prefer any other. Yeah, if you're, if you're drunk with your friends and you want to throw on like Bolt or something, then one-stop that's shop. That's Yeah. One. If you want to throw on yeah. Meet the Robinsons and just get completely fucking oh, plastered. Yeah, yeah, no, hey, okay. Do you guys want to watch either Bugsy's Easter or Encanto for the third time? <laughs> yeah. I mean... That's kind of every single Disney Channel original, though, if you think about it. Like, every single yeah. Disney Channel movie, you can be like, yeah, that. 
Yeah. Do you want to watch hey, one of the? Wanna, do, you, do you guys want to watch a movie from 2003 called My Neighbors a Gnome, or do you want to watch Frozen 2? <laughs> do you want to watch one of the bad Pixar movies, or do you want to see something that you caught one half of in your daycare? Which one? Which yeah. one do you want to watch? No, that's. Do you, do you want to watch a movie called Bruce Bubblegum that's somehow starring John Voight, or do you want to watch? <laughs> do you want to watch Tangled? <laughs> Bruce Bubblegum. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to watch uh, the Slime Next Door, two thousand four? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's seventy five minutes long, and everything in the movie looks like it was made out of plastic that's melting. Or do you want to watch Moana? Which one of those do you want? Do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch three episodes of a show called Girl Scouts Go that stars a young a young pop starlet who got molested by David Geffen? Or do you want to watch Aladdin? <laughs> there there is value in watching those fucking like old shitty movies with friends. Like yeah, try yeah, to yeah. watch a it's good funny. movie yeah. with your dumbass friends when they're like talking Awful. and eating the entire time. It sucks. Terrible. Yeah, no. If you throw on like boogie nights with your friends and then everyone's just going to be talking through the funny parts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when you're with your friends, throw on like the wild or something. You will have a fucking awesome time. Throw on like Stormbreaker. God, remember, remember the wild. Throw on Sky High. That was like one of our early bets was. Yeah, me. Well, oh, God. They like bring up the wild like five times and being like, yeah, there was like this Madagascar movie that was like not Madagascar. Look, I feel bad about it. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm, I missed that back when we were young and innocent. I, I will say, I will say, I did throw on the wild with my friends, and there is a clocks by Coldplay needle drop 30 minutes in, and it is upsetting to say the least. When it happens, you feel like you've been kicked in the head. Well, pretty fun. <laughs> that's, I love it when you're watching. Like That's one of the best parts of watching shitty kids movies from the 2000s is that like it'll suck and then all of a sudden like Feel Good Inc. or Seven Nation Army will start playing. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, what? Yeah. What's going on? Oh, damn. I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't believe that this movie about David Schwimmer as a flounder <laughs> just halfway through has living has live Levita Loke. <laughs> 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 Oh man, Bruce Bubblegum's a great movie, but why is it unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no. John Goodman wrinkly as hell. John Goodman's I think I think the funniest one of those is the fucking Osmosis Jones clip that everyone uh posts where it's 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 the fucking kid rock song. Oh yeah, we're talking about fucking fourteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> now to be fair, they don't put those lyrics in the movie, but they did put it on the soundtrack. So. Yeah. They fucking did, knew. So uh, this is something I wasn't clear on. Did he write it explicitly for that movie or did they just take a Kid Rock song? I think they just took a Kid Rock okay, song. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, if he was, if he did the first one, he is the most mentally retarded man of all time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the word no, about the music for not even blinking. It's not about, yeah. it's and for listen, kids. Everyone, ev- everyone fucked up. I'm just saying that like he was the point of contact. There, <laughs> That's true. No, no Kid Rock. It's not about fucking kids. It's just about, it's for kids. So it's for having sex with kids. No, no. And he's like, no. well, he's, and he's, and he's like, well, this, this, this is just basically like me asking them to send in a resume. I guess <laughs> this, this is how I find applicants. Oh God. Oh man. Yeah. Oh brother, where art thou? It's, Do we have any like final thoughts we want to say? I mean, it's it's pretty good, but not one of the Coen's best. It's not one of the Coen brothers' best. It's pretty good though. Yeah. 
I like it. And okay, I like Raising Arizona. I like Fargo. Uh, I like Serious Man a lot more. But Miller's Crossing. It's pretty good. Yeah. Miller's Crossing. I actually have not seen Miller's Crossing. See That's Miller's Crossing. Big, that one's. I got to rectify that. I know. Blood I know. Simple. That one's also uh, underrated. Underrated. Yeah. 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 All of all of these movies are, are I would say a little bit better than Oh Brother Where Art Thou, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I have things to plug for once. Okay. Oh, what are you plugging? So, uh, I, I, uh, on the day You're doing that, a really good job of plugging. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> I need to look up the name of the podcast. Oh, okay. great, uh, on, man. On the day that, on, on, on the day the that, uh, Cole got his account banned, I went on, uh, the podcast he hosts with his co-host oh, and he fun. joined kind of late. Uh, Marvelous to the Death of Cinema. Uh, that episode should be going up in the next couple days. Also, uh, speaking of Cole, on Tuesday, uh, around probably 7 to 7.30, I will be on Twitch uh, playing Ultimate Spider-Man and letting him say all the deranged things he wants to say about comic books. So Amazing. look forward to that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and again, if you didn't listen to our last episode, uh, go follow Cole and Justly Suspended at, uh, at BackshotsWizard. Uh, yes. You know, free... Free from Twitter jail, but until then, at least follow the new one. You can't threaten to rape and kill anyone anymore on Twitter. It's fucked up. Yeah. What is this site coming to? I thought we were past. I thought we were allowed to do comedy again, frankly. But now, uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to plug other than, you know, I have my weekly comedy open mic in Philadelphia. Uh, JJ Mallon's at nine o'clock up in Fishtown. If, if anyone wants to come and kill me or buy me a drink or both. Uh, other than that, I have a couple shows coming up in like maybe like three weeks to a month. But other than that, nothing, nothing on the horizon. Give me a new job. Give me a new Get job. Spencer a new job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, bye everyone. Bye. Pretty good. Not the Coen Brothers best. I can't keep quiet about this stuff anymore. This is where the conservative movement is at right now, where things like this are being glorified. Mr. Blair White's, what I really should address you as is a devil because that's exactly what you are when you are intentionally going onto your platform and posting content like this to thirst trap and deceive straight men into having perverse thoughts about you. You're a devil and God is not pleased and you need to repent or God is going to deal with you accordingly and I really mean what I'm trying to say to you and I pray that you get a hold of it. And for anybody who wants to rebuttal me and say that I'm being hateful, look, I don't hate anybody, but I know what God hates, and God hates sin. And it's one thing if you're struggling with sin or you're in some kind of bondage, but it's another thing when you intentionally attempt to deceive other people and then bring them into your demonic state of being. So I'm calling it out. This is not conservatism. And if this is the conservative movement, uh, this is just another reason of why God is not going to have favor on the conservative movement or any political party in this nation.